Okay, everyone, I'm going to tell you all how to not pay taxes on a million dollars, okay? And I think you'll find this really informative. So, step one, first, get a million dollars, right? Okay. Now, once the end of the year happens, you know, and everyone's wrapped up their financials, send it all in, taking care of their whatever they owed, whatever they needed back. And everything kind of comes and goes. And um, then you get a letter in the mail that says, you know, you have a million dollars, but you haven't paid taxes on it. Um, there should be like an 800 number on that, on that sheet of paper. And it'll be from the IRS. So what you do is you grab your phone, call that number, toll free, and then they'll have an operator there. They'll patch you through to the right agent. And then that agent will say, I understand you have a million dollars and you haven't paid taxes on it. All you have to do is say two words, two simple words. I forgot. I forgot. That's it. And that's... How you don't have to pay taxes on a million dollars. Thank you. And that, of course, was from the great Steve Martin, his act back in the 70s. Just absurd stuff, you know. But it's all geared to make you laugh. It's all geared just to mm, try something new. Um, geared to the absurd and... It's mm, more times than not designed to either keep you from uh, dying or getting laid or trying to get laid. Trying to get laid so that you don't die. Because that's always like, isn't that kind of like one of those things like, baby, we better do this or I, it, it could, it might fall off. I could die. I don't know, you know? <laughs> uh, I had a weird, I had a weird, um, the other day I was up at, uh, the uh, the Placerville Donor Center, and they asked when I was there. They asked me, "How often do you think of the Roman Empire?" Right? I'm like, "Huh?" Like, and uh, but it was a it's a strange thing to ask. But at the same time, it was like, um, "I'm going to give them an absurd answer," and that's every few days. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, why would they? And then it, and then I remembered there was an Instagram post that I'd seen just prior in regard to uh, in regard to that. Like, and it was a picture of a guy, a bald guy in like a, I don't know, <laughs> some kind of like jumpsuit, like an Adidas tracksuit or something, holding a knife. It says twenty twenty four in four months. And then the other, there's another, and then there's a guy in a Roman headdress, shield, and a spear. It says, me still processing the fall of Rome. I thought, fuck, they're on to me. And then the next, it's like a four or five part post. And it's just like, how many times a week do you think about the Roman Empire? And then <laughs> it just goes on and on. Uh, is the cure for male loneliness reestablishing the Roman Empire? Like, just absurd nonsense, right? But it's all kind of 
it's all kind of geared to just keep you kind of slightly um, off track, a little kind of left to center, you know, keep you prepared though. But, but quite honestly, well, let me, let me, let me tell you how I, how you, well, this is how I prepare. All right. I got to share this with you. I, 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 I'm all the stuff in my backpack is getting out of hand and I don't know what's going on. I'm not a hoarder. At least I don't think because I carry it with me, but it's just accumulating. I just, uh, I've got a, just in the little net pocket, the little side net pocket, I've got, uh, well, I just installed a new tube of toothpaste, um, a bar soap uh, from a hotel, uh, and a disposable razor, uh, a partial bottle of Obsession for men, and a toothbrush, of course, um, an empty vial of Visine, my weed pen, and, uh, oh, a lighter. So, it always gets just good to be, well, I, I like to be prepared, but, uh, just that pocket alone, um, well, I don't know what, I don't know what's going on. Like, what's, uh, like, if I was on a, some kind of, like, weird talk show or something, or, like, a interview, and they'd go, what's, so what's in your backpack, you know, like, they do, like, like, they ask about, people like uh reading reading particular fiction and stuff like that what's in your backpack right and it'd be like uh well i've got uh i've got the book snuff by chuck paul and i got um another roadside attraction by tom robbins and uh i've got a full tube of toothpaste a toothbrush a bar soap from a hotel um i've got uh, a disposable razor, a toothbrush, a partial bottle of Obsession, uh, empty bottle of Visine, a weed pen, a lighter, blue, and, uh, <laughs> and a staple remover. And I didn't even make that up. I really got a staple remover. Why? Don't even ask. You don't even want to ask. All right, I'll tell you. Because I have these collared shirts that are all kind of fucked up and ruffled on the edges of the collar. That's what I used to do back when I sold cars is I would staple the, <laughs> I would staple the collar so it would go straight, you know? And then I would, at the end of the day, or uh, when I got home at night, I, I would remove the staple with the sta- staple remover. Where'd you get the staple remover, Johnny? Um, first of all, that's classified information. But second of all, I stole that bitch. But, cause who would buy a staple remover, right? So, um, but that was when I, that was when I sold cars and, uh, oddly enough, and speaking of selling cars, now that I'm driving the Subaru, like I, fu- I see fucking Subarus everywhere. They're in my head. They're in my, they're in my dreams. <laughs> it's very, it's quite cultish, right? There's something going on. I matter of fact, I was at, uh, the gas station filling up in a lady, uh, she starts talking at me like, and I didn't hear her right away because I had my ear my earbuds in. She goes, uh, "Oh, I miss my Subaru. I gave my uh, I love I love my Subaru because people in their Subarus, man. And I don't. It's there's a there's a 
I don't know what it is. There's there's nothing def- quite you know. There's nothing specifically definable about it. It's just maybe the overall. You know, it's like getting energy from an energy source that isn't meth, right? Or or it isn't like uh, a Red Bull or a you know Adderall, right? Uh, it's like sustained energy, right? And I think that's why it's such a popular vehicle amongst older, mm, overly educated types, right? Or, or people that think they're like super smart, right? Um, because it's a sustained energy. It's like athletic greens or it's like, uh, there's just something, there's like, there's not a lull in the afternoon. You know, you get that lull at two, two in the afternoon type of lull. You're like, oh, I wish I was dead, you know? And uh, so you go get a Red Bull or coffee or, you know, or one of those ice cream sundaes over at Starbucks, right? And, uh, and then you just kind of get twacked out on like sugar and caffeine and then you bottom out again, but... Subarus are like that sustained energy where there's not a peak. There's not like a, you know, where you're chewing on your tongue type energy. But it's like, you feel good. You know, you feel good. And uh, so she was, yeah, she was like, I gave, I had, I had a Subaru out back. I gave it to my niece. All I got, you know, I got this Lexus now. I'm like, that's a nice car too. She's like, ah, fuck this car. That <laughs> she didn't say that. I mean, it was like, it was a nice she was, an, and she was an older woman, and, and uh, her Lexus, she had a little SUV, it was like, it looked like maybe a year old, maybe, you know, nice, clean, dialed, and, uh, but man, she was like licking the paint off my Outback, or my Subaru, um, God, sounds like a euphemism for something, right, but, um, so then I pull into the, the I pull into Vitalant, and I'm talking to one of their drivers, and he just got a Tesla. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. Because when I, when I was selling cars, like, when I worked for VW, I, we took a Tesla in on trade. And best be sure we drove that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. That shit puts you back in the seat. Like, he's like, yeah, it's, this is unreal. Like, I, like, like, Tesla, Elon Musk has perfected, like, that is the standard bearer. Like, um, whatever secret sauce he's got going on with that thing, it's, a, it's just there's a little more of an edge uh, compared to the other EVs out there. It just it just is like it's zero, like it's it's a it's a hundred percent torque at zero RPM, right? So it's instant. Like there's no because it's a it's a, it's instant. It's there's no gears, there's no transmission to go through to gear to gear through like it's zero to a thousand in like now so uh so i was telling him yeah man i watched a video one time of a tesla pulling a trailer with a challenger a dodge challenger on the trailer and then drag racing another challenger and beating that dodge challenger while pulling a trailer with a Dodge Challenge. Like, fucking what? But, uh, yeah, cars are fascinating. Like, 
course, that's all I do. It's all I look at. It's all I see now. They're everywhere, right? And uh, every now and then you see one of those. You know what's funny? <laughs> like, you got to love Toyota, man. They just did everything they could to stay away from the EV market, right? They were just, they were all in on their their hybrids, the Priuses. And the, and the Prius is a great car. Matter of fact, the new Prius looks really kind of sleek, kind of stylish. Just kind of, uh, just a real sexy version of of the Prius. And, but they didn't want to go full electric. So what'd they do? They go full hydrogen. That stupid ass Mirai, like, you still see some of those floating around here. And I, and when I first moved back up here and I went to work for um, Toyota in Roseville, uh, what was that, 2016, yeah. Like seven years ago, they were promoting that shit. They were out there and they were like 70 grand. They were 70 grand seven years ago, right? For a fuel cell hydrogen car. And if you own a Mirai, I'm sorry. Like, what a what a dopey fucking stupid clunker, right? Um, like, where do you even... Like, I, I know of one place you could fill up hydrogen. Like, you're driving a hydrogen bomb, right? And uh, there's one place that I, I've ever seen where you can get hydrogen fill. You know, it's like pulling up to like... It's like filling up like that little... That little... Uh, rhino tank of yours you know the propane tank when you have a barbecue like that's what you're doing with your car with, with this Toyota you know you're pulling up to a gas station you're going over to that to like that that funky hose <laughs> fucking what the Mirai the Mirai it's only 70 grand modestly priced like how much are you even paying like it's I know the hydrogen's not free there's no is there a trade off there I don't know. People are constantly fast. I mean, there's, a, there's a saying in the car business, there's an ass for every seat. And it's fucking true. I don't care who you are, where you're from. There's an ass for every seat. If you see a car, I mean, there's cars out there. You just go, damn, somebody, somebody owns that car, right? You know, fucking orange car with a blue door. It's got four different spare tires on it, you know. It's uh, uh, somebody fucking somebody loves that car, right? <laughs> so, what's in your backpack? How are you doing? How's everything going? Did you ever get that thing fixed on the that hole in the wall, that patch, that thing that you you did and you? kind of were embarrassed about and then when you tried to patch it it was kind of flimsy you're like well I'll just buy a new door and but you didn't know what kind of door to get because you didn't take wood shop in high school and or you know or the front lawn did you get did you ever get that that trimmer or did you just or are you just kind of weed eating are you using your weed eater as a as an edger um, or what's going on you know are you ready for are you ready for the holidays? Are you ready for the changing of the seasons? I mean, are are you just so done with summer? Like, you just can't... You can't even think straight. 
I don't know. I like driving through and, you know, when I notice, like, as soon as the corn stalks start dying, because I live, I'm in the Central Valley here, man. I'm in agriculture country. A lot of animal husbandry out here. I'm in Davis. I'm in Davis, California right now as we speak. Fucking animal husbandry. There's animal husbandry everywhere. And, um, God, I hate this town, but, but when I see the corn stalks start to die, I just know it's coming. You start, you know, wrapping it up for a season. Let's wrap it up, folks. The summer winds came blowing in from across the sea. I was listening to this uh, 80s mix station on uh, my Spotify. And uh, you want me to send you my, my, my playlist? This playlist I made is badass. I'll send it to you. <laughs> Nobody wants your stupid playlist. Fuck off. Uh, no, but I was listening to 80s. Um, and it was interesting because it was like... It was a wild, eclectic... Like something I hadn't uh, anticipated from Spotify. It was uh, really eclectic. It was like Violent Femmes, Jane's Addiction... The Police, The Cure, The Smiths, who I think are the same group. Uh, they're both dressed in black and crying about some bullshit. Um, and uh, really good shit, though, man. Damn. But some, some of it like is really... It's like... Is it 80s? I don't know. When you think of 80s, you think like... I think One Hit Wonder. Aha, take on me. Take on me. Take me on. Take on me. Oh, me. Don't. And I don't. But no. Not the pastels. Not the fucking... You know, Cindy Lauper girls just want to have fun. Fucking Mike Jackson, beat it, thriller. No, this is a good. This is a fucking. This is this is a Talking Heads, David Bowie. Like, what the hell happened? Damn. I don't know. Let me send you my playlist. It's really good. It really is. It's a real insight into who I am as a person. You might like it. You know, if you listen to it, it's only three hours long. You might enjoy it. <laughs> Do not ever send anything like that to me, ever, please. <laughs> but I digress. So here's what's up. So my lady's got menopause, which comes from the Latin meaning for men to just pause. Just pause. Men, oh, pause. Just wait. Stop what you're doing right there and understand that <clears throat> women, like, are officially at a certain point clinically out of their minds, right? So, and it's it sucks. It's a burden. Uh, as much uh, for her as it is me, honestly. I'll be perfectly upfront with you. It's taken a toll on me. <laughs> Just kidding. But it has. Because um, I already have like this immense amount of self self-loathing and uh but I'm kind of used to 
like my lady being irritated, like mildly irritated at me kind of all the time. But this is different. This is a different beast. This is a uh, hot flash, insomnia, irritability, weeping sessions that last for three hours. Uh, Just like, what's going on with you guys? What's the deal? Like, it makes me think of like the queen bee in a hive when they, you know, when they get rid of the queen, you know, so they huddle around her and they do that thing where like they get, like they, I can't remember the name of the the procedure, but all the, Drones, all the bee, the worker bees just kind of crowd around the queen and they, they get her so hot that she like bursts, like she just dies from the heat, you know, in an effort to retire her. And maybe this is kind of like, I don't know, uh, our own human version of that, say. I don't, it's just a trade off. It sucks because like women are, women are so cool. But women, it's a double-edged sword, you know? Like, they're so great to look at, and they smell nice, and they've got better hair, and uh, they're curved. Like, the curves, like, we all got curves, but, like, women, like, those curves are better. They're just, the silhouette's better, uh, as opposed to, like, a, a male silhouette. Like, it's like, well, what's, what's going on right there? you know, and, uh, it's, it's like a, like I say, it's like a cosmic joke, like if I, like this is why I think being gay is not a choice, because if, particularly for men, because if, if it was a choice, would you choose to be Richard Simmons, would you choose to be the guy that goes after the, like a guy, like, I don't know, I, guys are gross, man. They're just, you know, we smell bad. Um, our toes are usually like in some state of disrepair. Uh, if we're not tall, hopefully we got a full head of hair, but if you don't have a whole head of hair, you better be tall, bitch. Right. It's just kind of a trade-off, right? Cause like Women can have sex anytime they want. They just got to walk out the door and go, all right, who's up, right? Just ring that dinner bell, right? I mean, virtually, like, almost without exaggeration. Am I right? You know, go to a bar, go to anywhere, go to a library. Women can pick, like, it's, but, but, there are penalties. They've got to carry a child. Every month they bleed. Every month they bleed out of a hole. And then they got menopause. And it's just... Uh, it's it's biologically kind of interesting and fascinating, but at the same time it's such torture because... You know, I mean, here we are. The guys, we got it easy. We got it easy. We don't have to do anything. We don't... Honestly, we really don't even have to bathe. There's a lot of guys. A lot of guys you know crouched in a bush somewhere in some strange militia group, right? Just crouched in the side of a hill somewhere, LARPing just, you know, with their paintball guns and stuff and their camouflage hats and their, you know, and uh, 
but do you want to is that something I don't know again it's like fuck that sucks you know guys gotta they gotta work for it really like they gotta like if you wanna like personality goes a long way right so you better have one so because that's really the only kind of uh, currency that kind of moves the needle uh, with women. So you better show up with your A-game, but you got to work for it, you know? You've got you to kind of curate yourself. Everything's got to kind of be, mm, like I say, in the right place, the right time. You got to sell it. You got to be a salesman. Women, nope, not so much. But again, I don't know. Does it all boil down to sex? Why does everything have to? Why does everything kind of, you know, maybe there's two things in life that we really kind of dwell on subconsciously. One is like the ever present kind of notion, the unwavering. The unwavering truth that eventually you're going to die. How are you going to die? We don't know. You know? Are you going to die? You know, you, you, your day-to-day is probably... Is, your mind is probably littered with notions of just instinctually surviving. And But you wonder, like, well, shit, if I don't go to work today, am I going to get in trouble? And if I get in trouble, are they going to fire me? And if I get fired, am I going to lose you know, enough of my income where I'm going to starve. And if I starve, will I die? And if I die, I mean, how am I going to live? How am I going to, how am I going to make this work? How am I going to, you know, I just, I just want a day off, you know, or, you know, if you drive over, uh, you know, you drive down the highway and you run over this box, something, some random thing is like, is there tax? Is there nails? Is there a nail strip in there? Is there something sharp? Is it going to blow my tire out? Am I going to have to replace the tire? If Am I going to do any other damage? Is it going to be, am I going to be just laden with costs uh, uh, beyond any scope I'd ever anticipated where I just can't ever get ahead again until I'm working at a deficit and then I finally just, I lose my, I lose my residence and I, I lose my wherewithal and I, I just kind of wilt under the pressure and I just become a heap of depression and anxiety and and then the other thought is sex <laughs> like why do I always think of, do I always think of sex I didn't mm, no I don't always think of sex uh, I, but I think about it enough it's just instinctual uh, but it's like while you're walking along talking to people, going to the library, going to the store, going to the gas station, going to work, you're like, you know, you see women, you know, or you see, uh, or, or women see men, or, you know, or women see women, they go, would you? In the back of your head, you think, would you? You know what I mean? Or when it's hot out, it's like super hot out, and there's some big old hairy fucking son of a bitch and he's pumping gas, and you're like, uh. you're like, if I had to pay rent, would I? You know, 
would you? Like, I, <laughs> that's my man. My manager used to do that kind of shit. People get out of their cars. He'd be up at the desk. There's a big panel window there, right by the parking lot. As people get out, you know, the, the messier, the heapier, bigger, just god awful, just train wreck thing that the worse it got out of the car the better because he would go he whoever whatever salesman was up at the desk working a deal or something he'd go okay would you and then you'd look at he, who he's referring to he'd just be like oh one of my buddies yeah he, he had this real bad gag reflex he almost threw up because it's hot you know things get sweaty and you know you put some money on it how much would it take for you to you know what i mean to go snorkeling down there Ay! and then he just was like oh Jesus so you, it's always constant on your mind sex and death sex and death sex and death sex and death I think Woody Allen was fixated with that you know um, he had what was that movie everything you always wanted to know about sex but we're afraid to ask just great shit uh, so but it but it it's kind of like this maybe it's kind of like this yin and yang thing right it's like you need sex to for death to exist and then you know once death happens you need sex to keep the perpetuity going right you know what i mean it's like a per, it's like a perpetual motion machine. Sex and death. Sex and death. And uh, so it's just a weird cosmic joke. Uh, but admit it, like in the back of your head, that's what those are the two prime things that you that you think about, that you talk about, that you mm, at least ruminate to yourself about, right? What are what are what are most movies the premise is based on somebody dying or somebody having sex somebody somebody trying to hook up or somebody trying to not die right John Wick guy's killing everybody he's trying not to die and in uh, whatever what that uh, he's just not that into you why did I pick that movie because I was just listening to Justin Long's podcast he was talking to Daniel Hoom the head chef at uh, 11 Madison Park. <laughs> Stick with me here, but uh, but yeah, everybody in that movie is all the thing about sex, right? He's just not that into you, right? So it was like um, Bradley Cooper and Scarlett Johansson, and then it was uh, I think the guy that got the best deal might have been uh, Justin Long with. The girl, uh, Gigi, is that her name in the movie, Gigi? I don't know, I can't, I don't know her real name. She's stunning though. But, uh, yeah, it's always about just, yeah, are we gonna have sex? Are we gonna die? You ready, you ready to go? You ready to go on the trip? Yeah, we're not gonna die, are we? Yeah, no, no. Okay, are there gonna be any ladies? Why? Because I wanna have sex. <laughs> You go to a ball game. Hey, don't just drive. Just drive us. Just get us there in one piece, right? Like, don't don't get in an accident. You know, when you leave the house, you don't want to die. You know, 
Uh, will this affect my sex life? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, gosh, you better quit smoking or you're going to die. Okay. Um, just, that's it. It's sex or death. So, so, my lady now, unfortunately, is kind of in a weird, such a strange biological phase. And, uh, I don't know. I'm out of my element. I was looking up some stuff for it. And, you know, and a lot of the things that, like, online that'll tell you, like, how to cope with menopause... It's like, uh, it's, it's all kind of, they all seem to be carbon copied, right? Like the same way you'd relieve anxiety, the same way you'd relieve depression, the same way you'd relieve like a, you know, bone spurs. <laughs> it's like exercise, diet, and, uh, you know, limiting social media. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. By the way, she was, she, she called me and told me about some over the counter I think they're over-the-counter pills of some sort. Some fucking thing. Uh, something that'll kind of help her cope with... I don't know. It's got, you know, roots, herbs, you know, witch hazel, fucking beetroot, uh, eye of newt, all that shit. And um, so we're kind of on... We're kind of on alert now. We're we're all in battle positions. Shoot, poor girl, she was crying. Uh, she had to go up to Reading. She cried all the way up to Reading and back. I thought it was me. I usually, it's because it usually is me. You know, I'm like God. What did I do? Sometimes I and I get stumped. Like what that? What did I do now? Like God, am I getting to the point where I forgot what I did? But uh, yeah, yeah, we're just at a, we're just at that stage menopause men oh pause right there <laughs> oh Jesus uh, well but we'll survive we'll make it through all kinds of good stuff happening um me I like I say I'm just kind of um I'm keeping it together I'm trying my I'm personally uh I don't know which end is up most of the time anyway, so I just kind of do my best. Just make it make it make it through this. Just 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 survive. Just survive, man. Just survive. We're all on the brink. You know, talk to these girls at the donor centers and stuff and they're just all these people that are there that are you know, just on edge. I don't know. Cause they gotta interview them. You know, you gotta interview these people that donate blood, you got to see if there's something wrong with them, if they got some kind of pre-existing condition, if they're hydrated enough, dehydrated, do they have high blood pressure, low blood, low, low blood pressure, are they anemic, is there something, any underlying situation that would prevent them, and sometimes people just go off and, and, and I'm like, fucking, what's wrong with you, man, you're here to fucking donate this help save a life, I assume, right? And and you gotta act like an asshole? Jesus Christ, man. So, I don't know, man. It's a crazy world. It's a crazy world out there, y'all, but anyway, I hope y'all are doing well. Tomorrow, 
the last day of summer. So what's... I mean, are you guys as excited as I am? Are you as burnt out as I am on the Halloween Superstores already? <laughs> what are you gonna... What are you gonna go... What are you gonna go out for as Halloween? I don't know. Probably something related to sex or death, right? Anyway, <laughs> that's it. That's the show, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. And I'll talk at you later. Arrivederci, baby. Thank you.